welcome to episode two of Down at Kintail Camp, a podcast that aims to connect you to the people, place, and sounds that make Camp Kintail an especially special place. I'm Alex Crashvention. Today we talk to Gianna Guava Rinders and Jenna Hazel Kinnair, two Camp Barron staff alumni who share their stories and experiences from their time at camp. As a young staff member, I had the pleasure to be on staff with both Guava and Hazel, and I've always looked up to them as role models and sources of guidance. I'm thankful to call both of them friends, and hope you enjoy listening to what they have to share about this especially special place. Thank you for joining me down at Kintail Camp. My name is Gianna Rinders. My camp name is Guava. I was a camper here for several years, a staff member from 2008 until 2012, and then again in 2016. And uh, now I'm a camp alumni. My name is Jenna Knaird. My camp name is Hazel. And my connection to Camp Kintail goes pretty far back. My dad was actually a staff member here, and he actually sent me as a camper when I was four. And then I did the leader and training program and I was on staff for seven years. I was a senior co-ed camper in 2006. We had this little point system as campers that our counselor had made up for us. Um, Very casual, kind of meant to be fun and entertaining and just a way for us to sort of bond as a cabin. And so essentially we just were given points for um, doing silly things and exciting whatever things that we did. And so um, I have a memory of um, licking the scraper after a mealtime and getting points for that. And I think it sounds gross, but in retrospect, it was a really great kind of bonding way as a group of teenage women and teenage girls to sort of let loose and just be ourselves and and have fun and relax in a place at camp instead of having that sort of teenage girl attitude or pressure or concern you might find elsewhere. So it's a good, it's a fond memory and I'm still close friends with many people um, from that from that cabin group. School groups were one of my favorite things to do here when we had, you know, various schools from the areas come in and spend a day at camp. One time we had a group come in and we taught them the flash mob. And one of my favorite things to do at camp is dance. So I loved it. And the kids were really, really into it. And their school was actually closing at the end of the year. And as a nice surprise for the kids, their teachers thought that they would bring Guava and I back in and we would surprise them with the flash mob. And there was one kid who knew what was going on the whole time and he had to keep this secret (laughs) from his whole school (laughs) and all of his friends. And they had a year-end kind of assembly outside and we came in and we surprised him with the flash mob and it was just amazing. It was like a great way to close their school, to close the summer. Uh, And we even made the front page of the Blythe newspaper. I really love Cabin Hill. During the day, you see a lot of kids running around. You see you know, cabins coming together. And then at night, it's a really peaceful spot where you can just look up at the stars and it's really breathtaking. My favorite place at camp is actually the cabin path as it reminds me of being a camper and the feelings of arriving on a Sunday afternoon and you find your counselor and your cabin and you start to make your way down the path and the smell of cedar and mulch and the kind of feelings of excitement and energy are just very fond memories for me. Another place 
that I love at camp is kind of anywhere where they're singing, um, whether that be at Staff Flash or in Mackay Hall when it rains. Um, I kind of love that feeling of that they're singing everywhere. I could sing of your love forever. 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 One of my favorite things to see is those kids that show up on a Sunday and they're kind of apprehensive and concerned and nervous about leaving their parents. And, you know, they're really quiet that first day, that first night. And then over the course of the week, you see them begin to kind of sprout and open up and, um, and kind of relax and become more comfortable to the point at the end of the week that they're, you know, the loudest kid in the cabin. They're the most excited to be there. They don't want to leave. You know, they're excited to see their parents, but they had such a great time. And I think that's something that we see all the time at camp. And it's one of one of the greatest things to sort of witness and to watch. And even then the moment too of the parents leaving, they don't get to watch the progression. They come back to this, not necessarily a new kid, but somebody who is so different than how they were the Sunday when they were dropped off. When you are here for so long, even as a camper, as an LIT and a staff member, you see a lot of people come in and out and you see a lot of people grow. I was a leader in training RC in 2012 and uh, one of my LATs that I had was <laughs> this kid, and he was named Matt, and he was really special. He had great connections with the campers. He was bubbly and outgoing and such a great kid, and you knew that he was just one of those people who was going to make an amazing staff member. And it was really cool because you could come back, and we actually worked together on staff for a year, and to see that responsibility switch kind of come on and to see him take on new roles and, you know, new leadership opportunities um, was really cool. And to have that special relationship, working relationship with him, um, going from LIT to staff member was neat. And then now as an alumni coming back and seeing him run the leader in training program and to see him become a full-time staff member really hits you in like the mama feels heart. So I think it's really special to see how much he's grown as an individual and as a staff member and to know that you kind of had a part in that is really special. The sights and sounds of seeing the campfire glowing and the faces and the sounds and the, the stars above. And we often, especially as program and senior staff, will do prayers around the campfire at nighttime once the kids have all sort of, we've wrapped up the campfire and the kids have headed off with their counselors to bed. Um, often the, the senior staff will hang back and just do a squeeze prayer around the fire where you're standing all together holding hands and you sort of pray one at a time, kind of squeezing that prayer through our hands around the circle. And, and often you know, the fire is sort of dim going out and I have a memory of of us doing that and um, you know the fire is sort of just um, embers at that point and we're all standing around praying and the fire sort of relit itself in this moment of prayer and it was really special because you never know sometimes everyone's in different places when they're at camp in terms of mental and you know physical well-being and sometimes you're exhausted and in moments like that when you have those like little kind of spiritual reminders I think are really special as well. I've spent a lot of time with uh, Jonathan and Teresa's kids, Ella, Lucy, and Anna, 
And I remember, I mean, it was almost before Anna was born. And to see them now kind of taking on babysitting roles and to see them kind of as young adults is really special. And to know that we have a strong relationship, but a different relationship is pretty cool. Um, I have many camp relationships that are very special to me. I have a lot of um, really good friends. So I think easily my best friends are all from camp or I know through camp or through people from camp. My family was all campers and staff here as well. But easily one of my one of my best ones is my friend Jenna. Um, her camp name is Hazel. Another one that's really, really dear to my heart is my best friend Gianna. Her camp name is Guava. Uh, we... Uh, we became very good friends here at camp in 2009 when we worked together, sort of bonding over some difficult experiences. <laughs> we bonded over a really trying time and we didn't know each other. And I think it was really special that we kind of just, without knowing really who each other was, um, was willing to help one another out. And then um, that relationship has sort of continued and stayed the same and um, kind of just grown better and um, start to just become more than just camp friends, you just become sort of best friends and great friends. And I think just over the years, we've become stronger, we've become closer, and she's still one of my best friends today, which I think is pretty cool. So we're going on like 10 years strong. <laughs> Thank you so much to Guava and Hazel for sharing. I talked to them separately, and when I was putting together this episode, it was so interesting to hear them speak about their lasting and special friendship in such similar ways. A couple of notes from our interview. There actually exists a recording of the Kintail flash mob that Hazel referenced from when the staff performed it at the Day celebrations in Goderich. I will link it in the show notes so you can check it out if you're interested. It also struck me that Guava mentioned that campfire that relit itself during prayer. I was in that campfire circle with her. When I think back to some of my most impactful memories from camp, that is certainly one that comes to the top for me as well. It was one of those God-present moments where everything just seemed to stop, and all that remained were those people holding hands, the campfire, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for all who attended and contributed to our annual fundraising event in a specially special night. The evening was a great success, and it was so wonderful to see the support for Camp Kintail and the Space to Grow campaign pour in from across southwestern Ontario. A reminder that the Space to Grow campaign is ongoing, and if you'd like to learn more about it, or if you'd like to contribute, please visit campkintail.ca. Here's what's going on in the world of camp in the coming weeks. Registration for 2019 is open and ongoing online. Register today to guarantee a spot in one of our 2019 programs. If you're still searching for that perfect gift this holiday season, consider giving the gift of camp in the form of a registration for a child in your life or a donation to the Campership Fund, which supports less fortunate families to send their kids to camp. Staff applications are open. Consider spending the spring, summer, fall, or all three working in one of the most rewarding jobs in the world. In order to receive an in-person interview, program staff applications are to be submitted by January 4th and counseling staff applications by January 18th. Apply today at campkintail.ca. Every year, the Camp Board awards the Reach Higher Staff Scholarship to dedicated staff members who work at camp while attending post-secondary education. 
This is a wonderful initiative by the Camp Board, and I'm pleased to congratulate the 2018 recipients of the scholarship. Congratulations to Hebu, Chickadee, Jibiru, and Meerkat. You are all incredible staff members who the Camp Kintel community has been blessed with. We wish you luck in your studies, and hopefully we'll see you again next summer. Finally, to support the new winter programming occurring at Kintail this year, we have created a special wish list. We are looking for good condition ice skates in all sizes, cross-country skis and poles, snowshoes, hockey sticks, and a good condition snowmobile to get around the site this winter and to groom cross-country ski trails. If you think you may have any of these items to contribute, please get in touch with Jonathan by emailing him at grow at campkintail.ca. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you again soon, down at Kintail Camp. Sing of your love